Warning, the show you're about to listen to is real as fuck. If real as fuck offends you, please go to another podcast. You're listening to Mika Knows Unfiltered. Are you listening? Hey y'all, what's up? It's me, Mika Knows, and welcome back to Mika Knows Unfiltered. And first and foremost, let me apologize for being a day late. That's it. I'm not going to go into details. I was just a little late. This is my shit. Get over it. Anyway, I want to jump into today's topic rather quickly because this is just, it's so interesting to me. Uh, In California, there's been a bill that has been... um, brought up and will be presented to classify any removal of a condom without both parties consent as sexual battery. Yes, that means if you woman, if you are with your, you know, your little cut buddy or whatever, obviously you're wearing a condom with him because that's not your husband and that's no one that you want to get pregnant by or that you want to get an STD from. Um, so the responsible thing is to ensure that he has a condom on before y'all engage, right? Well, I'm sure that this is very common nowadays. Um, that some men actually will take the condom off because I mean, say you're in a position where you don't have direct vision, like where the penis is not in your line of sight. And, um, so, so, you know, you saw him put it on before you, I don't know, turned around. Um, but then it just feels a little too good. Just feels a little different. And, you know, come to find out he took it off. Then, you know, the man he makes some excuse. Oh, oh, it was too tight. Oh, oh, I couldn't feel nothing. Oh, oh, um, uh, it just slipped off. Oh, I don't even know where it is. Really? Well, now the lawmakers in California are considering characterizing this as sexual battery, which it should be. A sexual battery is is someone who acts with the intent to cause a harmful or offensive contact with an intimate body part of another. I can't I can't even see how this doesn't fit that category. Okay? Cuz you went into it expecting to have safe consensual sex and someone else took it outside of your power and outside of your knowledge to be safe. For pleasure. They put you at risk for pleasure. And and, and maybe maybe uh, he knows that he, he doesn't have an STD. Maybe he knows that. Maybe he's tested negative. He knows that he doesn't have an STD. But he don't know that he can't get you pregnant. And then it's going to be your problem to take care of once you get pregnant. Now there's been, you know, people in the comments talking about You know, obviously, the comments that I've seen under this news article um, done by the Neighborhood Talk on Instagram, uh, the comments I've seen 
Uh, there have been very few people that were stating like, no, this isn't assault. This isn't sexual battery. But most of the comments have actually been in support of this. And it should be. Because anytime someone doesn't allow you to control what happens to your body, that is a crime. It's, 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 no, it's no worse than someone forcing you to have sex, raping you. You're forcing me to expose my body to your nasty little sperm. But now let's not look at it in just one way where a man takes the condom off with a female because females, when y'all want to have a baby by somebody who ain't trying to give it to you, y'all get creative. So we got to look at it in both ways because also for a woman to... You know, for a man to agree to use the condom, he puts the condom on, and for a woman to take it off while she has his penis in her mouth or something while she's distracting him, that should be just as criminal. Because it is. Because then you're going to get pregnant, you're going to want him to support a child that he didn't want to have. Yeah, no. And I think, um, and I think this may already be a crime. I didn't look this up, but it just popped into my head just now. If you poke holes in condoms, that should be a crime. If it's not already, that's that's just as bad. Poking holes in condoms, um, tricking people to make them think that the condom you're using is a latex or some sort of STD preventive uh, rubber condom where in all actuality it's a natural lambskin or something that's not effective against STDs just because you want to feel it. I think that should be included as well. I mean, they need to get very specific so people can't find ways around it, but this is a good thing, and I think this needs to spread to other states as well. In no way, shape, or form do you have a right to do anything that concerns anyone else's body without their consent. Even tickling can be considered some sort of form of physical harm. Ain't nobody ask you to tickle me. Don't touch my hair. Don't rub my pregnant belly. I mean, I ain't saying people should go to jail for all that, but you know, bad back. But getting back on topic, um, I think this is this is good. This is something that needs to be done. And, you know, to the people that say, like, you should be able to feel the difference, sometimes you can't. You're distracted. So there goes that sorry-ass defense. And, it's, and, it, it, and it shouldn't be, well, you should feel the difference so you know I took the condom off. How about don't take the condom off at all unless you ask me? If you're about to do something crazy, you need to ask the person you're engaging with first. Or else that is criminal activity. I don't care. I don't care. You can't go to your mama house, walk out the door with her TV and be like, oh, well, you told me I can, um, you know, I could get, get some stuff from the house. You know, I thought you meant like anything in the house. Like, no, your mama gonna call you a crackhead and report you to the police for stealing her TV. So you can't just do whatever you want to someone's body. And I think another thing that needs to be added to that, different types of sex. Like, say you're having sex and your partner, you know, they didn't take the condom off. So, yeah, they think they're safe because they made sure they leave the condom on. But 
They go in your ass. And I'm not an ass person, not an anal person at all. So I think that is a definitely a violation. It's going to get to the point where people get fed up with getting violated and having things done to them without their knowledge and without their approval that even that will be counted. And it should be. Don't stick a finger nowhere it ain't supposed to be. I don't know where your nasty little finger's been. I mean, let's, I mean, maybe there needs to be a conversation beforehand. If it's, if it's with someone who you're not in a marriage with or some commitment with, if it's just, you know, well, no, if it's a marriage, you and your husband, y'all need to know about y'all sexual kinks, period. But if it's someone, you know, you're having sex with and they're not your spouse or full-on partner, I think there needs to be a conversation before sex of what's allowed. Or at the least, there needs to be an understanding that whatever you want to try, you need to ask me first. Well, that's going to kill the vibe. You know what else is going to kill the vibe? If I feel that condom off and I have to kick you in your dick because you put that little crazy baby making thing up in me and I didn't want that little baby making probably STD carrying thing up in me. Maybe I'm being a little dramatic, but y'all would be surprised of what, when I say y'all talking to men, y'all would be so surprised at what women go through with some of y'all. You know, soon as a motherfucker get a condom on, penis isn't even big enough to fill a magnum and you got a large, uh, let me see, like a lifestyle skin, which is my favorite brand because it's so thin. Um, but it still offers STD protection. But like, say you got a large lifestyle skin condom and you know their penis ain't that wide. It's not that girthy. But, but, uh, but you know, when, when they, when you say, no, we got to use this condom. Oh, oh, well, it's too tight around. Boy, shut up. Shut up. It ain't too tight. Nothing. You ain't even filling it up. Shut up. See men, some men, I'm not going to say all men, but men will try to talk you out of protection. And for what? For a little bit of pleasure. But if something else were to happen, if you were to get pregnant or if you were to hear have an STD, they don't want to hear that. They're going to blame you for it. So, yeah, that bill needs to be passed in California and everywhere else. Make it a federal law that if you remove a condom, whether you're a man or a woman, if you remove a condom when it was already agreed that a condom would be, would be used, if you remove a condom without consent, you will be charged with sexual bat battery at the, um, at the discretion of the person that feels that they are the victim. So... If the man does it to the woman, she feels like, no, like I didn't know you were going to do it without a condom. She should be able to charge you, press charges, and you should go to prison or pay a fine or something. Some sort of incentive to not fucking do it. And vice versa. If a woman takes a condom off after he didn't say, oh, I'm going to put this condom on. I don't care how sexy you do it. If he didn't agree to take the condom off and you take it off, ma'am, you should be held accountable as well. Because y'all know what y'all, how many TV shows have we seen and movies have we seen where the woman who is the side piece takes the condom off, gets pregnant, and now shit is dramatic for the next 18 years? Right. Who needs all that drama? People need to stop being deceptive. They need to stop all this foolishness. It needs to be, it, there needs to come, there needs to be some sort of penalty for it. 
jail time and then some. Because these, this isn't like messing with people's emotions only. This is messing with their bodies, their well-being, their health. Anyone who opposes this bill being passed has horrible intentions, agrees with the deception of removing a condom when the other party did not agree, and they are criminal. If it is in your mind and you disagree with this bill, you, are, you have a criminal mind. And you know what they need to do? They need to make it legal to just shoot these people that remove condoms. I mean, I'm just saying... You trying to shoot the club up. How about you get shot back? How about you feel a couple bullets? Because y'all don't know when people have no intention of having kids to have one because someone wanted a, a little bit of extra pleasure. But you didn't want a kid is the worst. And then for that person to tell you, well, you take care of it. That has to be the worst. It's one thing if both parties agree that, oh, we don't really need no condom, girl. Oh, me? Yeah, I don't think we need no condom either. I'm clean. You clean? I'm clean, too. And they, they agree that they deserve whatever they get if they get it. They get STD. They get a baby. They get whatever. They get heartbroken. They deserve that shit. You know? If they agree. Or if they just get, if they just get an orgasm. They deserve that shit. They agree to it. But they agreed to it they both or if it's an orgy all of them agreed together that condoms weren't necessary but if anyone in the situation says no I want us to use a condom and you put it on with the intention of being deceptive and taking it back off you are a criminal and you deserve the punishment that you get That's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to take a moment, let the sponsor play, and we're going to get on to the next topic. Hey, y'all. What's up? Welcome back to the episode two of Mykonos Unfiltered. And we're going to go ahead and switch gears here. I know I got a little excited talking about uh, the bill that was introduced in California, but we're going to switch gears. What I want to talk about is something that I am so annoyed with going on online. And I would love to say it's just kids, but it's definitely grown ass people taking part in it as well. And y'all know. Oh, we definitely going to talk about that. Oh, we're going to talk about it. So Today I was on Instagram and there were some behind the scenes pictures uh, put out about rapper Cardi B. And it was behind the scenes of her recent uh, video up or for, for up. And, you know, the video looked nice. It's very poppy with colors. Um, I thought the song kind of reminded me of a Meg Thee Stallion song more than a Cardi song. But either way, I enjoyed it. The ratchet side of me adores it. Um... But something I noticed, and I was actually waiting for it to start. I just didn't expect it to start on what it did. So these trolls online, like they are out of this world. And I guess when the behind the scene images and videos were released uh, with Cardi, her face looked a little different. It looked a little swollen like she, I mean, it looks like she has had work done over the years and it's just, it's just off-putting to see her without makeup. 
but the pictures weren't that disturbing to me. What was so disturbing was the comment section of the blog, it's on site, that released the pictures and the videos. Now, let me go ahead and save myself. I don't know if they were the source for it, but I know they made it a story. Um, but when, but I, I don't, I don't know if their fan base or their followers are a bunch of like Cardi haters or what, but it was just horrible reading those comments. I mean, they start talking trash about the girl. Um, they, uh, in the post from the actual blog, they shared some tweets that were already put out in response to the images released about Cardi. So I don't think it started with it's on site. I don't think they were the source for the pictures, but that's where I saw the news. So anyway, I just think it's really bad at how people in the comments were reacting. They were like, oh, she had more work done. She need to stop. She's so ugly. She need to go put that makeup on. And it's just so crazy to me how people feel so free to talk such trash about celebrities. Granted, I get we don't like everybody, but to go so hard on celebrities and how they look and then open up your crooked ass mouth to say, why she getting surgery again? Why did she get that done? It's because she has to live up to the unrealistic expectation from internet trolls. And it is so crazy to me. Now I, my favorite female rapper, has been and will always be Nicki Minaj. But I enjoy songs from Cardi B as well. But if I had to choose, I'm gonna choose Nicki. But that doesn't mean I'm gonna sit there and troll Cardi. That doesn't mean I'm gonna sit there and troll Remy Ma or sit there and troll Lil' Kim or anybody she has beef with. So I don't get, I don't get how natural and how normalized it is for people to be actively trolling celebrities as if they're they aren't real people and then when celebrities clap back it's oh she called her a roach so she's racist because roaches are associated with black um black people or oh she called her a monkey so she's racist because monkeys were used as a racist attack on black people but it's like nah shut the fuck up calm down no if you come at me to hurt me and you come to hurt me to my core, I'm going to hurt you back. And I think that's where, where people, what people fail to realize the shit that, oh, you're not supposed to talk about kids or you're not supposed to talk about my disability or you're not supposed to talk about me being fat. Don't fat shame me. Don't do this. But you can say whatever you want about other people, about celebrities as if they're not real people. That just bothers me to my core because... I think about Cardi, she's like 28. This started back when she was only 23. You know, people were saying all this stuff about her. Well, no, I think she's about 25 when she came out. But when she came out, I mean, they were so aggressive and so active in discussing her. And then wonder why she got her teeth done. Wonder why she got this done to her body or that done to her body. And y'all are a part of the reason. Like, and it's, it's sometimes it's the ugliest people too. I mean, but I, it, but it's not my place to go tell them, hey, you're ugly. 
How can you talk about her? You're ugly. No, because what's ugly to one person is beautiful to, an to another. So I don't sit on my phone or on my laptop and, and, and sit there and actively comment to judge people and their appearance. And I just don't understand how people do that. And no one just, everybody's just like, girl, I know, just agreeing. And then wonder why people go so hard back at them. Like, uh, for instance, when Roland Ray, if y'all don't know who Roland Ray is, he is a, um, a disabled man who is very aggressive with throwing shade. To me, he seems very aggressive with throwing shade. And he recently got into it with the city girls and Santana. Santana is the city girl's little friend. And, um... When he got into it and they came back at him. Now, first off, it's like hitting a shorter person or, or talking shit about someone that, you know, you have an advantage over physically or mentally. If they come at you, what are you supposed to do? So Roland Ray's in a wheelchair and that's sad. That's horrible for him. But then he has the nerve to talk about, um, people's kids and to talk about different things and then he gets mad he he wants all the handicapped people to stand up behind him and everyone to to stand up for him and say uh -uh, you shouldn't talk about handicapped people well that handicapped man was talking about me now me personally i'm not gonna engage i'm just gonna say one slick thing that's gonna cut you to your core and then i'm gonna keep it moving i'm not gonna go back and forth but in this situation, they went back and forth, but he was out of line. And people kept bringing up the fact that he was in a wheelchair. That man was in a wheelchair when he committed assault. When he allegedly committed assault. That man was in a wheelchair when he was talking junk about people's kids. He was in a wheelchair when he was talking junk about people's dead baby daddies, allegedly. So, he could be in a wheelchair when he gets insulted back, when he hears the clap back. Same thing with Cardi. Like, y'all talking stuff about this woman coming for her appearance. It was messed up from my observation. It's mostly black people. Knowing that she heavily identifies as uh, Afro-Latina. I mean, whether she is Afro-Latina or not, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know what really, truly can be what can really be proven because I, I feel like most people from the, the islands in the Caribbean are actually, they have some black blood in them. I mean, it's only natural for them to have a little bit, at least a little bit in them. So I don't know how much of it makes you Afro Latino and how much of it doesn't matter. So either way, she identifies with black culture. Her daughter is black. She's half black, but she black. You see what I'm saying? Um, and it's mostly black people attacking her. And it's just crazy to me because if she comes out her mouth with calling someone a roach or calling them a monkey, it's going to be like, oh, she racist. She ra nah, she hit you to the core just like you hit her to the core. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why, and, and I'm going to say this, and I don't care who feels it. I mean, who, who who's not feeling it. But I don't know why some black people feel like we can do whatever but you can't, you can't return that same energy. Like, I didn't see black folks call white people cracker like 10 million times. But as soon as one of them says nigger, they be 
they ready. And I get it. I get it. Like the, the anger behind that word when it comes out of the mouth of someone who doesn't understand it. But if you engage in using derogatory racist terminology towards other races, all I'm saying is if you, if you throw in shade, expect it to come back. If you shooting bullets, you might get hit by one that's coming from another direction. And don't be offended when people are shooting bullets because you shooting bullets. And it's so crazy because there's been many celebrities that have been sued for defamation over clapbacks. Over clapbacks. Designer was sued for, for talking trash while he was, uh, I believe it was like during a gaming situation or something like that. But he was sued for trash talk. People will instigate and, and troll and start shit with celebrities all day, but they don't want them to say nothing back because then, then it's an outrage. Oh, Cardi's Dominican and she's something else. Like she can't say nothing about black folks. Yes, yeah, she can. The black folks got something to say about her. That's how I feel. Like, like I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then what people are forgetting now, what I was saying before, Cardi's like 25 when she first came out and they were going so hard on her. When I was 25, I was fragile. And as soon as people said something, I wanted to fight. I just wanted to fight. And I would get upset and I'm, I would get loud and stuff like that because at that moment, I'm so embarrassed about being insulted and I'm not quick with it. Like, I'm not quick with responding to insults. So... I can't insult back, so now I want to fight. It doesn't justify me wanting to fight. It doesn't justify me getting loud. But people don't realize that the people, the celebrities they're insulting are actual humans. And if they react to what you did, you can't cry victim after it. And so Cardi got online today to talk about the images that were released and said she's comfortable with herself. And even in that moment where she's declaring her, her confidence, when she's declaring that she's good with how she looks, people in the comments just like, girl, if you, was, if you wasn't pressed, you wouldn't be making this video. Like, girl, what's it to you? What's it to you to troll this woman who is a millionaire? Respectfully respectfully what is it like what's it to you i used to wonder if people got paid for trolling like what does it do for you and then it occurred to me that no happy person trolls a celebrity no happy person someone that's truly happy with themselves with their work situation with their money situation no happy person will troll a celebrity They just won't. I'm not rich at all. I am not financially stable. And like I said, I'm a Nikki fan, but never will I troll a celebrity who I don't even know personally. Never will I troll a celebrity just to make myself feel better. Like, what do you get out of that? You know what the problem is? People are putting so much energy and effort into online uh, online issues and online comments. And they put so much energy into stuff that doesn't pay them. That's the real problem. 
If you were getting paid, you wouldn't have time to throw shade, okay? If you were getting paid, you wouldn't be sitting there in the comments section of someone who is a boss. You don't have to like her music. I don't think she got the best lyrics. You don't have to like it, but guess what? She is a boss. She is a millionaire. She is uh, self-made. So what, what you so upset for? What you need to do, instead of insulting another woman, because it's a lot of women doing it, and, and men too, and I'm going to get on that, but instead of insulting another woman, how about you step your game up? Step your game up or, or fix whatever issue has you in the comment section trolling. Fix whatever issue has you messaging these celebrities just to insult them. And you know what? When men do it, it's just, uh, it's just like, sir, you're not even supposed to be this dramatic. I mean, the stereotype says that men are supposed to be a little more stable, right? They're supposed to be less dramatic, less bitchy, but men got some of the biggest bitch tendencies I've ever seen on this internet. Boy, they so cocky. They happy to insult a female. For what? Does it make you feel bigger? Does it make you feel strong? Does it make you feel more manly, manly, <laughs> more masculine? Like, what does it do for you? I don't know. On to another topic. Basketball Wives comes out tonight. Um, I'm excited for the ninth season. I don't know if this is the ninth season of the original Basketball Wives or if this is the ninth season of Basketball Wives LA because I think they combine them and I don't know how it goes. But I know it's season nine on the cable, on, on my cable thing. So season nine starts tonight and I'm excited to watch it because in the previews I saw a lot of healing going on. And some crying, but you know crying normally signifies healing because you got to let it out first. Talk about it and then come together and get over it. And I hope it's healing because, you know, that series has been, it's been bogged down with conversation that it's, it sheds a bad image on black women. Let's be clear. We control our own images. People can assume, they can assume all they want based off of a reality show. But we should it knock someone else's hustle because of what it might portray? Because any woman that I don't agree with doesn't represent me at all. Nobody represents me but me. So, and this goes back to the trolling thing. I've seen women in comments of female rappers and female actresses talk about, oh, you you uh, cast black women in a bad light. And da-da-da-da, what are you doing for our young girls? Da-da-da-da. Look, sister... The young girls need to be looking up to their mothers, not these celebrities, their mothers. I looked up to my mother. Matter of fact, Cardi said that. Cardi said she looked up to her mother. So holding celebrities and, and other people responsible for how you appear to other people and how your kids might act, that's stupid. And I talked about this in chapter one of my podcast. I talked about this um, where we hold celebrities to this high standard. You got to use your own discretion. 
Different TV shows do that. They say viewer discretion is advised. That means some shit's about to get fucked up. And if you got kids watching, they might not need to watch. If you're easily influenced, you might not need to watch because they may get crazy. Same difference. There's nobody on this TV. I don't care because, you know, I'm a fat black woman. There's no woman on that TV that's going to shed a black, cast a black light or a bad light on me. There's not a fat woman on that TV that's going to cast a bad light on me. I don't care if she's being the stereotypical fat person that sits on her ass and eats. I'm not the stereotypical fat person that sits on their ass and eat. And you know what? And I said this before and I'll say it again. You can't shame me by talking about somebody else. And I and if if y'all want to well this is this is going to get into another topic. I'm I'm going to talk about that. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to talk about that right now. Um, Let me just wrap up this first. First off, I I do want to see Basketball Wives tonight. I hope there's some healing done. I might do an episode tomorrow just to recap Basketball Wives tonight because I've just been waiting for this for a while. I think we've been waiting longer than the normal time frame for the new season to come out. I'll tell y'all what I do feel. I feel that Shawnee is very one-sided. Um... OG, I don't think, now OG is saying colorism is at play with how she's treated on the show. I don't think it's because of colorism. I think it's more of click behavior, which women, we get into this click mentality all the time. And if you're not my friend, you the enemy. And I don't like that because that's why we can't progress together. We have to see each other as competitors. Feminism was supposed to eliminate that. But we're not going to talk about that either. Feminism, that's going to be another topic. (laughs) That's going to be another episode because I have something to say about what feminism has become. But we'll get on that later. But I think what it is is the show has gotten very clicky because Tammy was treated the same way OG is treated. What it is is Shawnee Queen B, and rightfully so, she did the damn thing with this series. I think she influenced a lot of other reality shows with her, with her, how she ran this series basketball wise. But Shawnee is very clicky and they did it with Gloria. They did it with Gloria when they were in Miami. They did it with Tammy. They did it with, uh, Brandy Maxill. They did it with OG. Now Brandy Maxill, I didn't like her. Didn't like her at all. But, um, the click situation, they did it with Drea. Okay. They did it with a lot of people. That click situation fucks up the whole thing. Any good you expect to get out of it is ruined when you see the women actually clicking up and contradicting themselves. Shawnee, to me, represents a boss, but I've never been so disappointed in Shawnee until OG came around. Because the way, and and before Evelyn came back around, because it's like Shawnee got her best friend back. So, Tammy... And Evelyn have this history, right? I don't, I don't think Tammy's going to be on this new season. But I'm using Tammy as a reference right now. Um, whenever, whenever Evelyn talked about Tammy, Shawnee was right there giggling, kikiing. Tammy said one thing about uh, Evelyn, and Shawnee was just like, oh, oh, don't say that. Like, girl, Evelyn talks about people like a dog, but... If someone talks about her, it's like, "Uh uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't know if she's afraid of Evelyn or if Evelyn's just her friend, her real good friend and knows secrets about her. But she, she coddles Evelyn and doesn't hold her responsible. 
And, and if she does have behind the scene talks with Evelyn about her behavior, she needs to do it public like she does with everybody else. And she needs to make sure that editing, when the producers edit it, that they, that they, um, include the talk she has and the time she's, she's reprimanding Evelyn for her behavior. Because we've seen her reprimand Tammy. We've seen her come for, um, Brandy. We've seen her come from OG. And, oh, and what's so crazy about OG is OG ain't physically touched nobody. She ain't threw shit. She ain't swing. She didn't push. But Shawnee's like, oh my God, I feel like you're just super aggressive because she's strong as shit and y'all are afraid of her. And she's new. She's not in the clique. She's very, OG to me, she may not be the most fashionable, but she is so unique and confident in her skin. And that's, that's one badass woman to be that confident, um, knowing that people talk shit about her. Hearing, watching the seasons where people talk shit about her, she's still so confident. And OG's a bad bitch and they know that she's not influenced by their little clicky behavior. She's not going to fold just to fit in. And I like that. But see, here's where Shawnee lost me. Because I loved Shawnee. Let me tell you, she was such a boss to me. But here's where she lost me. When Evelyn has thrown bottles, jumped over table. She literally, in the same season that... In the same season that Shawnee told OG that she was too aggressive, Evelyn patted her vagina while rotating and squatting, patting her vagina, making all types of stuff. Evelyn has lunged at people in that same season, has got acted like she was about to fight that same season. OG ain't did none of that. OG just said, I would snap you like a twig. So calm. And that was too aggressive? I don't think, uh, now again, um, to Shawnee's point, uh, Shawnee says she never experienced colorism on the show, but that's for OG to uh, tell since she's the one that feels she experienced. I don't think it's colorism. I really think it's the click behavior. Because if you ask me, that other girl, I can't think of her name to save my life, but the one with the real pretty hair whose uh, husband is the son of the ball player but not really the son. He's more like an adopted son of the ball player. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I can't think of her name right now. And I'm not going to look it up because we don't have time for that. But I think the way uh, it, her skin complexion is as dark as OG's. So I don't think it's a colorism thing because she fits into the clique perfectly. They didn't took her in. What it is is a clique thing. Now she was easily manipulated and just merge right into it, abandoning the uh, the other chick, the older Asian chick. She abandoned her for the click. That was her like legit family and stuff. But she abandoned her for the click. Now the click controls her, but because OG ain't jumped right into the click and tried to fold for the click and had beef with people that was in the click. Oh, they don't like her, and they treat her. They she's too aggressive. Malaysia threw a table at Jen, um, and I and I like Malaysia, but I'm just saying we we we're referencing the aggressive behavior that actually took place. So Malaysia threw a table at Jen, tried to fight Jen, tried to fight Jackie. Jackie done tried to fight people, has actually had fights on the show. But let's just talk about the season where this was mentioned. So Jackie was about to fight people. Um, Evelyn was about to fight. 
white people like patting her vagina while she rotated talking about yo yo man with effort yo man with effort like and all OG literally did was sit there and whenever she was confronted she'd be like I would ki I could kill you right now with my bare hands but I won't she said it calmly she didn't get in nobody's face she just said what she had to say she was a real woman she was like listen I could kill you I could really kill you but I'm not gonna do that and that's too aggressive? Please. Please, Shawnee, please. The clicks are real. The discrimination is real. Now, like I said, it's not colorism. It's just about the clicks for me. Like, I feel like it's about the clicks. But discrimination is discrimination. It don't have to be about color. It could be about any trait. And OG's trait just happens to be that she's solid. She stands 10 toes down and she ain't, she's, she's a nonconformist. She doesn't try to fit in. You either like her or you don't. And I like that about OG. But what I'm hoping to see throughout this season is that they actually mend some of the things and show that black women can get along. And, um, you know, one of the women is Asian. Show that we don't have to not like her. Show that... Women don't have to fight. They don't have to argue. They can agree to disagree and keep it moving. Now, some people might say that that's bad for ratings. Being grown women and being mature doesn't mean there's not going to be any issues. It just means they're going to handle them differently. And I think if the ratings go down, that says more about the audience than the show. Mm. So that's all I have to say. Um... This episode is going to end right now. I was going to get into some other things, but I don't want to go too deep. But I will say thank y'all for listening. And y'all know I had to tell y'all all of this, all of my opinions. If y'all have anything to say, make sure you message me on um, Instagram or Facebook. Um, on Facebook, I'm Mika Knows. On Instagram... It's Mykonos Unfiltered on Snapchat, Mykonos Unfiltered. Um, you can message me via email at Unfiltered at gmail.com. If you have an opinion or if you just want to agree or if you just want to disagree, let me know. And that's real shit. All right, that wraps up today's episode of Mykonos Unfiltered. I want y'all to share this episode. You can share it to make fun of me, share it to agree with me, share it to let your friends know that you know about a podcast that they don't know about because y'all know how we love to do that. We be like, oh, I bet you ain't heard this though. Yeah, go ahead and share my, share my podcast, share it to everybody. And if you want to interact with me, you want to give your take on something, you want to send me an audio clip, you want to make me aware of something or have me research something or participate in a, in a future segment I have coming up, even if you think that you're ballsy enough to co-host with me, let me know. Message me at um, MikaKnowsUnfiltered at gmail.com or you can send me a DM 
on Instagram at Mykonos Unfiltered, or you can reach out through my Facebook, which is Mykonos on Facebook. Either way you reach out, I'm more than happy to go through each and every bit of contact and we can see what we can do. And if you just want to tell me I'm wrong, girl, go ahead and do it. Do it. And sir, if you want to tell me I'm right, go ahead and do it. Do it. I love it all, whether it's negative or positive, as long as you contribute to it. And as long as you let me know how you feel, I'm with it. Now, if I should use anything you say on the show, there will probably be, there will most likely be no compensation. Matter of fact, there will be no compensation unless otherwise stated. And um, if I have you come on the show, we'll discuss any compensation or anything like that, if that should happen. Otherwise, you should think that any contribution you make will be for free. Because I'm not charging anything for people to listen to this show. Anyways, keep listening. I look forward to talking about more with y'all. Next episode is next Monday. We're going to start the weeks off right by doing Mika Knows Mondays. All right. Bye.